Welcome to the Woman Warriors Podcast, where we're working to help you call a truce with your anxiety. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Now, here's your host, Elizabeth Cush, LCPC. Welcome back to the Woman Warriors podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Cush, and I am a licensed clinical professional counselor in Annapolis, Maryland. How are you all doing out there? The pandemic is still going strong. Looks like things are starting to, uh, the cases are starting to increase again across Europe, and I'm guessing that's going to start happening here in the U.S. as well, especially as temperatures get colder, people go indoors. Um, it just feels likely that it's going to get worse again, uh, which is terrible and depressing and difficult to even think about. I don't know about you all, but uh, I'm definitely feeling the strain of having to think about the virus, be prepared. A few times I've gone out of the house without a mask and then I'm like freaking out because I don't have my mask or having to run home and get it. And you would think by now it would be so second nature, but I think I have to put a note on my door that says, did you remember your mask? because I keep forgetting it. I think there's a part of me that just doesn't want to acknowledge that this is something that I need to wear often, all the time, whenever I'm out and about and encountering people in, uh, you know, close proximity. Things here in the U.S. have also been incredibly stressful for, especially for liberal women with the with the death of Justice Ginsburg and also with our current president and the misogyny and racism and the upcoming election that just seems to continue to divide our country here. So I hope you're doing okay. I hope you guys are all managing the stress and the worry as best as you can. In the last two episodes, we talked to Tammy Simon and Thais Gibson, and both of them, well, Tammy talked about her experience with how um, some attachment wounds impacted her relationships and her uh, sense of self. And Thais really gave us a good breakdown of different attachment styles and how it can impact our current relationships in adult life. And I know that I have uh, worked through some attachment wounds myself. I've shared here on the podcast that, you know, feelings and validating feelings and learning how to be with difficult feelings really weren't, wasn't something my family was very good at. Um, not to their fault. They, their parents were not very good at it. So they, my parents never really learned how to be good at feelings about processing and acknowledging and being with difficult feelings. 
but also I have a trauma history and the way the trauma was handled was basically by not handling it, like by saying, you know, figure out how to move forward on your own. And yes, I got therapy throughout the years, but that left some wounds too. And what I've learned through my own therapy, through becoming a therapist, through studying, through courses, through um, active work on my own, is that so much of the healing, yes, it can come through talking and connecting with others, but a lot of the internal healing needs to come from the body, from within, internally, and finding connections inside to yourself, to all your parts. And that work takes practice, but it also takes practice at being comfortable with being in your body. And if you've experienced trauma, especially sexual trauma, but any type of trauma, it's really easy to disconnect from your body to cope and to not tune into your body because that's more comfortable, although it it can also be really hard because then there is this disconnection from body. So knowing how you're feeling, if you're not tuned into your body can be really hard. I know that for years, I was very disconnected from my body. It was all about my thoughts. It was all about what was going on in my head versus what was happening internally. But as I have worked, you know, going to yoga and doing my intuitive movement group and more body-based therapies, uh, craniosacral therapy, um, things like that, it um, has helped me realize how, where, and how much I store the memories, the feelings inside. And, and that's true for all of us. So traumatic memories as well as memories are stored in our bodies as well as in our visual memory. So dreams, flashbacks, um, being able to really picture something clearly, an event that happened, but also in our bodies. So we store these memories physically as well. As we learn how to tune into our bodies to notice those signals, to be aware and be with what's happening internally, it helps us better regulate our emotional state, understand our emotional state, but also find ways to calm and be with the distress. So it's important. Body work is important, but it can be very hard for trauma survivors, exceedingly hard for trauma survivors. So whatever you decide to work on, however you decide to tune in more closely to your body's signals, be gentle with yourself. Be gentle in the process. Take it slow. Work with a professional who is trauma-trained, trauma-informed, And know that it takes time and, and compassion and kindness to yourself as we do this work. One practice that really helped me early on but still continues to be um, 
one of my tools in my toolkit is the body scan meditation. And the reason that I feel like it helped me early on in my process of getting more familiar and attuned to my internal world, my body inside, is because it brings an awareness uh, of all your body, of your whole body from head to toe in slow progression without trying to change anything, but just with gentle, kind awareness of what's happening inside. And that was so helpful for me to recognize that as I was having, you know, if my mind wandered and I started to think about what my day had planned or someone I had to call and maybe my anxiety rose, I noticed how that felt in my body as I was bringing my attention and my awareness to that part of the body. But it also made me realize that my body was feeling things, noticing things, reacting to things all the time. And I hadn't been very aware of of how how often that happened, that sometimes my stomach would hurt or sometimes I'd feel nervous and butterflies in my stomach or sometimes I'd have strain in my chest. I get a pressure in my chest and I know when I feel that pressure, that tension, that tightness, that my anxiety, there's something that's making me fearful, my anxiety is showing up. And so then I can take the time before it gets too huge or overwhelming and take care of myself in those moments. So the body skin has been super helpful for me in those ways. So I would like to share a body scan meditation with you today. You can do this meditation um, sitting down in a comfortable chair. Most oftentimes it's recommended to do it lying down. But if you're really, really tired or you're not comfortable laying down on your back, um, you can do it sitting up because it works. It's, 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 it's a good meditation no matter what your position. You could do it standing as well. I am going to assume that you're lying down, but whatever position you take, be comfortable because this uh, meditation will last for quite a few minutes and I want you to be as comfortable as possible. So doing whatever you need to do, whether it's getting a pillow for your back or under your knees or under your head, or maybe finding a comfortable chair to sit in or a cushion. If you're lying down, finding ways to support your body for the next little while. I find it easiest to do meditations with my eyes closed, but I know that can be very hard for some people. So if it feels more comfortable to leave your eyes open, just find a spot that you can gaze at softly for the next little while. I'm going to instruct you to breathe into the places in your body that we're bringing an awareness and our attention to. 
And what I mean by that is just imagining that as you breathe in and as you breathe out, the breath is flowing in and out of those parts of your body. And if that's hard for you to imagine, just breathing while you're noticing is okay too. So take a few slow, deep breaths, breathing in, exhaling out. One more time, breathing in. And out, centering yourself here in this moment. One last deep breath in and out. And now I want you to bring your attention to the top of your head, the back of your head your face, your ears, and just notice any sensations or pain or tension there in your head. Maybe noticing where it makes contact with the floor or cushion or back of the chair. And whatever it is you're feeling, just breathing into your head, breathing into those sensations that you're feeling right now. And now moving your attention down to your neck and your throat and noticing whatever it is you're feeling there without judgment, just an awareness. And see if you can just breathe into whatever it is you're feeling in your neck and your throat. and shifting your attention to your shoulders where we often carry a lot of tension. And if you're noticing that, just breathing into your shoulders, noticing where the tension is held, noticing if you breathe into the tension and into your shoulders, if it shifts at all, or if it stays the same, or if you're not feeling anything, all of it is okay. And now allowing your attention to drift down from your shoulders through your upper arms and your elbows and your forearms. Noticing if they're making contact with the floor or your body. Noticing any sensations of tingling or warmth 
or coolness. Breathing into your arms from the top to the bottom. And now shifting your attention to your wrists and your palms, the tops of your hands, your fingers, your fingertips. Noticing what feelings that are there and where they're making contact. Seeing if you can bring your awareness to each individual finger and thumb. And breathing into your hands, softening them if you can. And now we'll let our attention drift back up our arms to our chest and our upper back. Just noticing any feelings or sensations, pleasant or unpleasant, whatever is there. Just noticing and breathing into it with kindness and without judgment. And now drifting down to your belly and your lower back. Noticing what's there, noticing the sensations and the feelings. Noticing if your mind wanders away, just bringing it back gently to the feelings of your belly in your belly and in your lower back. And breathing into whatever it is you're feeling now. And now shifting your attention and focus to your hips, your pelvis, your buttocks, noticing the contact points with the chair or the floor, noticing any pain or discomfort, numbness, tingling, warmth, coolness, just allowing all of that to be there, whatever it is, whatever you're noticing, breathing into your pelvis, breathing into your buttocks and your hips, noticing if the feelings shift or change at all, and just allowing all of that to be there with a kind attention.
And now noticing and moving your attention down through your thighs and your knees and your calves. Being aware of their contact points with the floor or the chair or the bed. Noticing whatever it is, the tingling, the pain, maybe there's a cramp, whatever's there, just breathing into it, allowing it to be there without judgment, without trying to make meaning, just letting it be there with a kind attention. And now moving down to your ankles and your feet and your toes. And if your feet are resting on the bed, noticing the contact points there. If your feet are on the floor, just noticing how your feet feel on the floor. Is there pain or numbness? Whatever's there, just breathing into that, allowing it to be there. And seeing if you can notice each and every one of your toes from the pinky to the big toe. Maybe trying to soften your feet, noticing any tingling, any anything, whatever is there. And if your mind wanders or your attention drifts away to thoughts and worries and planning, just bringing it back to your body, bringing it back to your feet and your toes, breathing into your feet, and now we're going to move our attention through our body from our toes up to our head, so bringing an awareness to your feet and your ankles, up through your calves and your knees, through your thighs and your hips and your pelvis and your buttocks, up through the lower back and the belly and the chest and the upper back, up through your shoulders down through your upper arms and your elbows and your lower arms and your wrists and your hands and your fingers 
and then back up through your hands and your arms to your neck and your throat, up through the back of the head, down through your face, and circling back up to the top of your head and just resting your awareness there for a moment or two. Breathing into your scalp. Imagining a white light from above with warmth shining down on the top of your head, allowing that light to flow through you all the way down through your body and down to your feet, filling you with warmth and light. And when you're ready, you can wiggle your toes and move your hands, maybe stretching if that feels comfortable, but gently moving your body, bringing your awareness back to the room, back to where you are, opening your eyes if they were closed or focusing your gaze on the room around you, noticing where you are, bringing yourself back to this moment right here, right now. And as you reorient yourself to the space where you are, just thanking yourself in this moment for giving you the time to spend with your body, with the sensations, not judging, not making meaning, not creating a story around whatever it is you were feeling, just allowing it to be there with compassion and kindness. The body scan has been shown to improve people who have improved the conditions for people who have chronic pain. It changes the relationship with the pain, maybe not necessarily changing the pain itself, but by changing the relationship with the pain, it, the pain can feel less intense. So practicing this daily can be really, really helpful for those with chronic pain. But I also believe, as I said, that the body scan is a great way to just help you gradually tune into your body and learn all the sensations and feelings and discomfort and comfort, warmth and coolness, all the things your body is feeling and noticing all the time and responding to all the time. And for me, that has really helped me, as I said, tune into my stress and my discomfort as it's beginning, as it begins to build, so that as I, when I notice that it's starting to build, I can then take some deep breaths or sit with whatever it is that's coming up for me in that moment. And it's really helped me 
manage my stress and distress much more effectively. Well, I'd love your feedback on the meditation on the podcast. There is a link in the show notes to leave me a voicemail. So I would love that. If you feel inspired to call in and leave a review or uh, some feedback for the podcast, I will share it on a future episode. So you can go to the show notes for this page and click on the button at the bottom that says, leave me a message, or you can go to progressioncounseling.com forward slash leave dash a dash message. So those are little hyphens in between the leave a message. I would love to hear from you. You can go to the show notes. You can go to the podcast page. You can, there's a link also on the side of the page that says leave a voicemail. So I would just love to hear from you. Love to hear your feedback. Love to get your thoughts on the show, the meditation, what we're talking about here. So thanks for listening. Have a wonderful week. I hope that you take some time to do the body scan, to tune in to your body and what it's feeling in the moment. Ciao for now from This Woman Warrior. Thanks for listening and subscribing to The Woman Warriors Podcast. Music was written and performed by Andy Cush. If you'd like more information on this episode, you can find the show notes, the resources shared today, and links to the guests' profiles at womanwarriors.com. Thank you.